Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Search Todd and Jed. For those of you who are just joining us now on the Highlight Show, welcome. This month's guest on the Bikes and Boulder Show is Aaron from fullnoise.com.au. He's done a bunch of interviews for Dirt Action over the years. Obviously, he's at Full Noise. He's interviewed some famous riders. Plus, you've got yourself quite the social media following there as at at asshot234, A-Z-S-H-O-T-234, for those of you who don't follow him. I've known you for quite a while, mate, probably going back to, I would guess, around 2008 or nine or somewhere around then when my brother was racing MX Nationals and you were doing a bit of media work there. But going back a bit before that, how did you get into bikes? Uh, I guess like most people, I was, as a young fellow, my dad sort of started riding dirt bikes when I was probably three, four years old. Okay. So, yeah, he, he bought himself a bike. I had a little JR50. Um, then, yeah, got a little bit older. I got a, He bought me a little YZ80J, the first of the water cold um, uh, models that came out. He pulled that home in pieces one day, worked on that, put it together for me, and I rode that for a couple of years. And to be honest, that was pretty much all I'd done as a junior rider. He, he never let me race. Or Dad never let me race, so i never done any racing and sort of just disappeared from any type of dirt bikes when I was 10, 11. But obviously, you get that taste for dirt bikes. It never leaves. So as soon as I was 16, I got a license, got a car, started looking at bikes again. Grew up, brought a house at the age of 20. And the week after I moved to the house, I took out a personal loan and went out and brought a dirt bike. Nice. Love you. And it all started again. It did. And it hasn't stopped. And that was about 2000, 2001, I think. And you just rode locally for a while, did you, mate? Yeah, yeah. Just um, joined the local track which we, were, we were, had a fair bit to do when i was a young kid with the motocross riders association where the junior nationals were held last year so yeah just naturally gravitated back there and i've been a member of that club for the last 17 years and just started doing some local riding thought i could race got proven wrong but stayed at it <laughs> <laughs> so whereabouts, yeah, and, and, whereabouts down there in sa is that track i'm not familiar with it it's um gilman which is only oh, about yeah. 20 yeah 20 minutes from the city so it's, it's real local um yeah and i've still a member i'm actually on the committee there again at the moment i've been there for the last two years again so yeah i've just been riding and and racing as much as i could ever since so you're a punter riding around out there in south australia at gilman how do you go from that to contributor at full noise it's a bit of a weird story obviously i don't know internet's been around for a while but about 2007-ish i brought myself a home pc hooked up to the net and started seeing what was out there in terms of motorbike content online I uh, stumbled across the old ADB forum. They used to have a forum that I'm pretty sure Simon Maker was running at the time or was looking after. And I jumped on there. I was talking back and forth with a few people, including Greg Moss, and I agreed with him with something. So hey, he's, um, <laughs> <laughs> he was having uh, the same conversation over on the Full Noise forum, which I didn't know about. And, yeah, he's he's got me to sign up over there and jump online and started talking and arguing and, posted on that forum over there and got to know Gary, who owns the site. And, yeah, from there I just started talking to him on the phone and got to know him pretty well. And then all of a sudden, I think 2009 or 2008, we started doing the live text feed from the MX Nationals. And, yeah, we rocked up to the first round. We'd done that for the first time. It went over really well um, with some support from the guys from CNR back then, um, Joel and Ryan. Oh, yeah. Who yeah. Are now at, um, Joel's now at Faceta. Faceta, sure. yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, they, they supported Joel that. Ryan. And Joel Ryan, that's right. And, yeah, we sort of just started doing a – we rocked up to every round. We've done a live text feed. It was before any live 
podcasts and that were going around and it just snowballed from there. I started writing writing articles, doing a few interviews, taking some photos that used to bug Gary because my photos were looking back from now pretty average. <laughs> <laughs> and, We've got to and, learn and somewhere, crooked. mate. Yeah, well, that's it. And yeah, it just sort of yeah kept going from there and I guess I was pretty lucky. Like I've always been a pretty diehard moto fan since I got back into it and listened to every podcast that was out there, read a lot of articles and I really wanted to start writing and covering the national stuff and I was lucky enough to sort of make it happen. Yeah, that's unreal. How did the um, the dirt action in- interviews come about? Um, if early on, even when I was at Full Noise, um, I met Damien. I think Ashenhurst started around about two thousand and nine, which wasn't long afterward. We started doing stuff for Full Noise, and I met him one day, and he's probably one of the best blokes you ever meet. I, he's he's become a great mate. I haven't spoken to him too much of late, but he's always been really good. And yeah, he just one day asked me to write a couple of articles for them, or do a couple of interviews. I know there was one time when they needed to get a Casio interview done at the last minute and they said, oh, are you able to quickly do this? And it's like, yeah, jumped on. Josh Casio, that is. Josh yeah. K- yeah, Josh Casio, cool. And yeah, it was just another one of those things that sort of sort of snowballed. started writing a few articles and just doing a little couple of segments in the magazine to help them out. And yeah, it's it's been a bit of a ride because I've helped them out, done a little bit with Brendan over at MXT TV for a while and even Hedgie over at MC News. I've written a fair few articles for him over the years as well. So it's yeah hard to believe where it really ended up from somebody who was just a bit of a fan of the sport. Yeah, yeah, that's right. To dabble into all these uh, media companies, I guess you would say, yeah. And then the snowball effect takes place and it takes off. Yeah, and next minute you're traveling the co- traveling the country, going to bike launches, and really, there's a lot of times where I was sitting there, you'd be on the runway flying to somewhere, you'd be pinching yourself, it's like, how did this happen? How did I sort of get here? And it's not like we're out there making millions of dollars doing this in, in the industry in Australia, but it's still some great experiences. And I've seen a lot of the country that I would have never seen if it, if it wasn't for both Full Noise, Dirt Action and doing this type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you've also got a little guy. So your little guy, Jaden, looks like he's been bitten by the dirt bike bug. Um, how's how's mini dad life going? Uh, mini life dad. <laughs> I thought I'd never be a mini dad, but I've done the full mini dad experience. <laughs> Are you standing out on a... the track telling him when to brake and when to gas? And Every time yeah, someone was... says mini dad, right, I have these visions of like my old man. And most of the time he was pretty good, right? But there was this, this, this like one time fair income. I had an RM125 and I used to burn clutches on it like you wouldn't believe because yeah. he would teach me like how to use the clutch properly and blah, blah, blah. And at, at MX Ranch, MX Bali Ranch, whatever you want to call it, he's out on the side of the track waving this big stick, like stick that fell down off a gum tree and he's waving this stick at me trying to tell me to get off the clutch. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I think of when I think mini dad. Like, oh, yeah. and God that's bless you, Baz. <laughs> uh, I've been like I've been the guy sitting on the side of the fence telling him to get up after a crash. And you do it, and you take a step back. It's like, man, I've just become that guy. <laughs> and and it is what it is. Yeah, I think it's sort of a, a rite of path. So no, I, mean, I didn't love it though. He from the A, as soon as he got a bike in his hand as a as a small kid, he's sort of always been in the bikes. And we wouldn't be doing it if he didn't want to. Didn't want to. It costs way too much to. <laughs> to go out and do this if your kid's not into it. So, yeah, yeah he loves yeah. riding, be it a dirt bike, a BMX, anything on two wheels, he just loves. So so we keep doing it. And it'd be cool cruising around and riding with him, going to the different tracks and stuff. He'll probably be coming to the bike launches soon, won't he? Oh, yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's a handy little rider. Like he's, he's, I don't think he'll be, ever be a national champion, but he's a, he's a decent state-level rider at the moment. Who knows where it will go in the future? But, 
yeah, I love just going out riding with him. He, he can handle a bike really well. It's not going to be long now before he's quicker than me. So just going to the track, watching him ride, I'd, I'd probably enjoy it more than I do riding myself these days. So I am becoming a full mini dad. That's really <laughs> cool, man. Ten questions. Now, we had you on earlier in the show, so we won't drag this out too much longer for you, mate. I, I said we wouldn't keep you too long. Jed, That's all good. you normally do the ten questions, but I've rustled up a few here. Yes. I'm going to start yeah. off with the first couple. Mate, you're in South Australia there in lockdown. What's the best thing you've cooked while you've been in lockdown? <laughs> oh, I actually got the smoker out. I hadn't used that for about six to 12 months. So I cooked some ribs. It was like a pork belly rib the other night, and they actually came out really well. Both the um, both the kids smashed that down pretty quickly. So, yeah, I'm going to go with some, some smoked ribs of the last week. Is this a pellet smoker or a wood smoker? No, it's an offset. 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 Well, offset smoker, yeah, pretty much used cool. Coals with some wood chips, oh, yeah. but I'm going to go cheat and buy myself a pellet smoker to it shortly. Yeah, they reckon they're the go. Yeah, yeah, a lot more easier, less to worry about. Don't have to stand around a fire all day. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we're all going to the pub, right? You, me, Jed, maybe a few other blokes. It's all going to be good fun. What are you ordering at the pub, mate? Myself, probably a Jackson Coke if I'm drinking. Um, if if I have a meal as well, pretty much half the menu. <laughs> Any pub food. <laughs> Any pub food. I love my food. It, show, it shows in my waistline at the moment. But yeah, if I'm drinking, it's normally a Jackson. Uh, food, I'll uh, I'll eat anything pretty much. Yeah, mate, you're not the only one suffering from a COVID waistline at the moment. I've got a bit of a spare tie happening at the you're moment. You're married to a chef. Yeah, well, <laughs> these things are going to happen. Mate, what's your daily driver? Daily driver? Nissan X Trail. Nissan X Trail? Yeah. I traded the um, Ute in. Late last year, was, we needed sort of something that was a family car that could tow a trailer. So, yeah, either an X-Trail, I've got the old little Nissan. No, it's not a Nissan, a Mazda 3, which I normally run to work in and give the wife a good car. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, so you've got an enclosed trailer to get your bikes around in and everything. Yeah, we went down the enclosed trailer path. I'll, I'll go back to a Ute one day, but the budget doesn't allow for it just at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you follow any sports outside of motocross? Doesn't matter if you do or don't, but if you do, favorite athlete or if you don't, favorite rider. Uh I watch a little bit of AFL. Being a port supporter and making it just about to a grand final this year, watch a little a little footy. I can't really say I've got a favorite athlete these days. I pretty much just watch Moto. And even Moto now it's hard. Obviously, I was a big Reed fan while he was in the States, never really knew him, but as a fan, he was always probably the, the guy we, we watched the most. So, but yeah, it's straight, it's weird watching my kid now because he's got people he looks up to and is a big fan of. But myself, yeah, not too much these days. Biggest influence or someone that you've looked up to over the years? Maybe a writer, maybe a journo, someone in the media, someone in the industry? Um, yeah, probably Gary. Gary and um, Damien from Dirt Action. So uh, Gary Morrow and Damien Ashenhurst? Yeah, yeah, Gary Morrow, the owner of Full Noise, and, and Damien Ashenhurst. Both guys have always... Love the content, and Gary showed me a lot of stuff over the years, and really helped helped me get where I was. But even back in the day, what uh, reading Tuffy and Clubby, Andrew Club stuff, yeah, from the old Dirt Action and ADB magazines, I always love their stuff. Yeah, they're good guys too. Yeah, great guys. Lockdown ends tomorrow for you. Now you and your boy Jaden packing up the bikes, and you can go riding anywhere you want on a perfectly prepped track. Where are you going? To be honest with if. We, Perfect. Oh, man, that's a tough one. There's actually a, quite a lot of good tracks. We'll probably just head five minutes down the road to Gilman, though. That track, when it's prepped, is 
the dirt there is just perfectly home I mean, and there's a lot of sand mixed into it and it's a good layout. So, yeah, I'm probably heading five minutes down the road and spending the day riding. We might have to add this to the bucket list. Yeah, why not, eh? We'll come down for a ride. Oh, let's do it. Most memorable race. Now, maybe one for you and then maybe one for you as a dad. Oh, for me, actually racing. Most memorable race. Maybe it was a Hatter or something. Oh, was it the Coolum race br- you did on for Circo or... That, oh man, I've done so many good stuff that I, I've forgotten about over the years. But probably my best race, um, best fun race was actually last year. I just had a race, like the one race for B grade vets over here. But just from practice, I was in practice and sitting. I just took out off the gates from practice. I was sitting behind two guys, and it's like the two guys leading the points, and I wasn't really falling back away from them at all. And went out and raced that day, sat in third and fourth, and just about in all the races, and ended the day in third overall. So. Is probably the most memorable race. But where, where was this at? At Keith in South Australia, just around of our state titles. Okay. And it's the first you, time I ever yeah, generally landed on a podium. But unfortunately for me, they um stuffed the points up on the day <laughs> and I didn't actually get to stand on the podium. Oh, <laughs> oh, I was pretty cut for a good a good couple of days. Oh, <laughs> you'd be filthy. What yeah. about as a dad, mate? Have you got one that's been most memorable for you, you know, on the sidelines? Um, uh, Jace had a yeah a lot of good rides. Probably um started this year went over to shipwreck in Victoria for their annual race. Um, <laughs> I stuffed Jay up in the first one of the it was a two day meet the first race of the weekend. I I wasn't able to get down on the line for him because I was racing myself and I was out on track and somebody helped him start the bike and when they've done it been <laughs> the KDM fifty can be a bit fiddly sometimes and they've accidentally turned the fuel off on him. Oh. <laughs> So, yeah, he's got a seventh in the first one, but he come back over the weekend, got a couple of seconds. In the last race of the, the weekend, he um, started off in second, caught the leader past him and pulled a bit of a gap. And I thought, man, he's on for his first win here. He made a small mistake and then he went down, but managed to save it and ended up finishing second. But, yeah, that was to see his face when he come off at the end of the weekend, finished on the podium, and just see the reaction of him having such a great result was probably the best thing ever, not even the race itself, just seeing him after the race and seeing that smile on his face. Yeah, cool. First ever bike for you? Uh, JR50. I'm pretty sure it was a JR. Either the JR or QR50 Suzuki. Yeah, that'd be the JR, yep. Yeah, yeah. I reckon it was, yep. Favourite bike that you've owned or had as a test bike or whatever over the years? Oh, man. Favourite one you've had in your shed? Favourite one I've had in my shed? To be honest, probably my 2014 RMZ250. Okay. And that's... Wasn't Probably expecting was, that. I wasn't expecting that. No, it was, as a bike, I always felt like I felt comfortable on. I probably had my best result. And it might have been a combination of I actually felt really good and my eyes might have been fit that year and felt really comfortable on the bike. But, yeah, I just really seemed to gel with that bike. And, I mean, I've had a lot of good bikes. I had the Yamaha YZ250F last year, which was a great bike, but I only got to ride it for 30 hours, so it's it's hard to tell. But, yeah, no, that if I could – if I was to go through my memory and take any bike that I'd had before, yeah, that 14 RMZ250 was a – I just loved it for some reason. And last one, number 10, is there a ride or a race or an event that's on the bucket list for you, mate, that comes to mind? Um, Probably Fink. Fink? To ride yeah. or just to cover or – No, to yeah, – I want to just get there and back. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> just I know to get there and back. I'm not hanging off the back of a bike, but uh, it's just not me, but – yeah, if I can get, I, I would really want to get there one year and just get there and back and say I've completed it. I've I've been there one. I've I've covered it for Trail Rider one year. It's the only time I've ever been up there. But it's just one of those races. I think you've got to tick off the bucket list. 
Yeah, it'd be it'd be pretty cool, but brutal at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I've done Hatter plenty of times. I know how tough that is, but I think Fink's the one you've still got to still got to get under the belt. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Aaron. Mate, it's been a good afternoon. I've sunk a couple of beers while we've been having a chat. It's been a good old time. We'll have to get you on the show again another time. Maybe um, if you come up here next year for the Nationals or something like that, we can get you maybe here in studio or something, mate, here at the Maitland Round. That'd be amazing. Yeah, thanks for having us on, guys. I've I've really enjoyed it. I actually really don't like speaking too much, so this has actually been quite fun. And no, anytime you want me on, just let us know and I'll, I'll make it happen. Sounds good. We'll get you on again soon. Thanks, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. Catch you later, Tottenham Dead.